Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Simply Celeste podcast. I'm your host, Selena, and today we are having a very special guest on the show today. She is a self-proclaimed personal growth and spirit junkie turned certified life and weight coach on a mission to help others get unstuck and take their lives to the next level by using powerful mindset and spirituality tools. For over two decades, she was stuck in a vicious cycle of limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging behaviors that kept her stuck in looking for happiness and fulfillment outside of herself until she woke up one day and decided that there had to be more to life and she went out looking for the answer. Her journey led her to becoming a life coach and starting her company, High Vibe Living, to help other women get unstuck and get intentional about what they want and to stop wasting their precious time playing small so that they can start living a life that they were meant to live. She helps her clients take responsibility and claim their power and teaches them to master mindset and spiritual tools so they can learn how to create the results that they want. Ladies and gentlemen, Lauren Ciesco. Hello, thank you so much for having me on your show today. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to talk to you. Me too. Any, anytime I get to talk about mindset, personal growth, spirituality, I'm in. Awesome. Awesome. And what made you want to become a life coach and, and work on mindset for people? You know, I think that, you know, my, one of the quotes that has really motivated me in becoming a life coach is, you were given this mountain to show others it can be moved. And I believe that, you know, the suffering in my life and it came and we all have our own obstacles and limiting beliefs and behaviors that keep us stuck. And mine just happened to show up in the form of a binge eating disorder. So I had a a lot of issues with food, which was the thing that kept me back and everyone has their own things. And, you know, I look at that going through that for over 20 years and really being stuck and being in the struggle and being so miserable that I knew that I was given that to like help others do the same and get out of their own way, get unstuck. And that's really what led me to becoming a life coach is going through that, knowing that feeling like I was wasting my time, knowing I was meant for more. And then finally waking up one day and and realizing like it's about taking responsibility And if I could do it, Mm -hmm. others can do it. And that's really, you know, what led me to becoming a life coach um, is just my own journey and, you know, realizing that there is more out there and wanting to share that gift with other people. Wow. So your own personal journey inspired you to create high vibe living to help other women going through the same thing, because I feel like throughout life, you know, we all get into that you know, self-sabotaging mindset, whether it's around food or maybe even your own life and like some toxic habits that you have. And sometimes people don't really know what to do and they don't know to, they don't know what tools that they need to acquire to get them out of that rut. Oh, absolutely. And I think too, is a lot of it's subconscious that they don't really, they don't really realize what's going on. They only know like, Hey, something, they think something is wrong with them. They're like, I haven't been able to, and I think that it comes down to awareness. So, you know, they aware, Mm -hmm. they're aware that there is some kind of problem. Um, They don't really like their current situation and the way that it's showing up, but it's really our brain and our mindset that keeps us stuck. 
and just showing people and let it first, letting them know there's nothing wrong with them and that there is a way out. And that is through a taking responsibility, you know, knowing that you can do more. And then the other part is like really coming to that awareness and then the willingness to do things differently. And that's really what I try to get people out of is, you know, if you're, if you want something different, you have to do something different. And that's really what, you know, making mind mind shifts is all about doing things differently. And then most importantly, understanding how our brains work, because what we're doing now is very subconscious because Mm -hmm. it has become a habit, our thinking. So understanding how our brains work so that we can work with them instead of against them also really empowers people too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I was actually just talking about uh, the brain and how it works with your subconscious and how uh, your mindset is such an imprinted, like embedded factor in your mind until you decide that you want something else and go on the path to creating that. It's not going to change. And uh, I I just want to ask you, what do you think the most powerful mindset shift uh, that one needs to go through to actually make a meaningful change in their life? What, are they, what, what shift needs to happen to where they're on that level, like, I'm going to change and I need to do it now? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, I think there's uh, multiple steps that go into that because, you know, the first step is deciding that you aren't willing to, to stay the same. You know, <laughs> getting to that point where you are so uncomfortable that you have to change because let's be real. Cause I'm not one of those life coaches. That's like, let's just think positive. You know, everything, <laughs> everything's like high vibes and great because that's so BS. <laughs> first off, yeah. life is hard. Like life is not hard, but like life, the human experience is meant to have positive and negative emotions. And when you understand how to process negative emotions and you understand how to embrace discomfort, that's a skill set, and you're able to move through it so much faster. So I think, you know, that first step is that willingness, the wanting to change. The second step is that awareness, the mm-hmm. awareness of what you're currently thinking, what your, what your current belief systems are, and how those are showing up in your life. Because in order to change, you need to figure out where you're currently at and then figuring out what those beliefs are. And then if they're not serving you and they're not creating the results you want to be able to let them go before creating new beliefs. And then once you can get intentional about what you want to create, then practicing those beliefs, because it's just, it's just Mm -hmm. repetitive over time, the thoughts. So for example, um, if somebody wants to, since I, I do a lot of like weight loss stuff, if somebody wants to lose weight, I'll just use this as an example. Let's say somebody's stuck. Um, they haven't been able to lose weight in the past. So maybe their belief system right now is I can't lose weight because I haven't been able to do it in the past. And you know, I find a lot of people get to that place where they feel really hopeless, but that's a belief system. So in order for them to change that, they have to first be aware that, oh, that is a belief. That's an option. I don't need to think that because I haven't done it in the past, I can't do it in the future. Because the new thought is I can learn new things and I can create the future I want. Because if you have a belief system that you can create anything you want, you're going to act very differently. Yes. So it's really about learning how to figure out where you're currently at, deciding you don't want to tell that story to yourself anymore, and then intentionally creating a new belief system that's going to create the results you want. 
And I also had, I would love to, you know, cause this is about action and taking, you know, knowing the how to. So I have a coaching tool that I use. that's called the model. That's really about bringing up awareness. So if you think about it, everything in this world, everything is neutral, but it's mm-hmm. our thinking about a neutral circumstance that creates our feelings about it. So, um, let me think of another example. So once again, like I'll go back to weight. So somebody's weight, you can step on a scale and let's say the scale reads 200 pounds. You can have a thought about that. That's going to be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so heavy. I hate myself. Or you can step on that, that weight, that scale and think, Oh, I love myself. I'm the perfect weight. Mm -hmm. 200 pounds is neutral, but you get to choose what, what it means. And then that thought creates a feeling and the feeling creates an action and the action creates a result. So when you understand how to put what you're currently thinking and what you're currently feeling into this model and then write out, okay, well, when I feel this way, what do I do? Would I do that? What is the results? And so it's actually like a really good way to get out on paper or or in your mind exactly what you're creating so that you can then be like, okay, is this working? No, this is not the results I want. Great. Then what do I need to think instead to create the results I want? And so it's just really taking responsibility and understanding what you're currently creating and then taking time and being intentional about choosing future thoughts mm-hmm. about coming from the person that you want to be. So not using your past, but instead focusing on your future. I, I really like that. I really like that. And it's kind of like what you're saying is there is no like positive or negative. There's just reality and maybe like a false perception of what you think is not good. I really, I really like that mindset behind it because when you're coming from the place of, man, I really want to be more positive. You have to start working on that now. You can't, you can't wait until you feel like to be, you know, more positive. You have to start thinking that way, whether or not, like you were saying, you're on the scale and you look at that weight and you label that like, okay, this is, this is okay. Or gosh, this is bad. I, I, I feel unhealthy. I'm over, I'm overweight or whatever you want to tell yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that's the most empowering thing because it gives you a choice. Like, you know, in every single moment that you're able to create, make that work for you. So I always look at, I always think about it as, you know, to bring a little bit of like woo woo and spirituality into it. Cause that's mm-hmm. how I am. Yeah. Um, everything is happening for you. So I think a lot of people like look at a situation and be like, Oh, I can't believe this is happening to me. You know, like when somebody says something that hurts your feeling like, Oh, that's happening to me. They like play this victim, mm-hmm. but you can always have a choice to choose how you're interpreting that differently. So when you're like, how is this happening for me? So once again, like I said, you know, being in like the binge eating disorder for 20 years, I can look back and be like, oh, I have this story. Like I was a binge eater. I like gained and lost the same 50 pounds and I like wasted time and it was horrible. Or I look back now and I was like, what a gift that was. Like, I'm so glad that I went through that experience because now I'm able to share from experience. You know, this is like the purpose of my life is to help people with this. And it's the same situation Mm -hmm me being stuck in, you know, binge eating, but two different stories, how I tell it. And that's the thing that the most empowering thing is everything that's happening in your life is happening for you. And when you empower that and you take responsibility from that place, you can change. And it's so powerful. I, I honestly, I've had a personal experience with 
uh, my childhood that was really rough growing up. And uh, as a teenager, I suffered from immense depression and even uh, suicidal thoughts and abuse. And I, I definitely agree with what, what you're saying, like using something as far as like a personal, uh, not like tragedy, but like a personal struggle or something that you went through that was hard and turning that into a something that empowers you and something that makes you stronger because uh, I, I was also caught up in a very limiting belief system. I thought because of my past, I, I wasn't going to be a very like strong person, very self-confident because of all the bullying and depression I went through. But when I changed my mindset about it, I was like, wow, I've gone through so much and this has made me a much stronger person. I'm, I'm so much more resilient now. I'm so much more aware of my feelings. And sometimes hitting that level of just sadness or maybe even just, you know, getting down on yourself and feeling that sadness makes you appreciate the happiness even more when it comes. And you know, you know what that felt like and you don't want to feel that again. And you know, that's what made you stronger and you, and you're going to do whatever it takes to, maybe even help people not experience that and help them through that kind of what you're doing through your coaching and push yourself to that next level. So you can, you, you won't have to experience that again. Oh, absolutely. And I, I love that you look back now at your past and that in the story that you're telling yourself is so empowering and it, it is, a, it's a gift, everything that's given to us. So I love that you've been able to make that shift and something that you said that I just want to dig into a little bit. Cause I love talking about is um, kind of the <laughs> contrast of, you know, the, the highs and the lows, you know, because, and this is bigger because one of the, one of the main, and I call these like skill sets. So everybody mm -hmm. that comes to work with me, they are already whole. They are already enough. They have everything they need inside of them. There's just some, I guess, some, some beliefs and some lack of actions and most important, importantly, a skill set that they have not developed yet. And one of the skill sets I think that's really important that somebody can <clears throat> develop over time is their ability to embrace discomfort. And when I mean this, I mean taking action while being uncomfortable, taking action while you're scared, taking, because if you're going to change, it is going to be uncomfortable a hundred percent, you know? So yeah, this is like the skill that I teach people like, okay, you want to change? Awesome. You're, it's going to be uncomfortable. Let's just put that, let's just put that out there right front, you know? Yeah. And let's decide how you want to feel about it. Let's decide how you're going to move through the discomfort because you know, it's going to come. And when you're prepared for it, you move through it so much faster. And I actually, I'll give some tips on how to do that, but really quickly back to the contrast though. It's like, you need the ups and downs in life to really appreciate it and to feel the good and the bad, because if it was always easy, you would not be as motivated or you wouldn't be, mm -hmm. it wouldn't feel as good. And if it was always, you know, a negative, then that's not good either too. So there's like this balance that I think that you need to be willing to as a human, having a human experience, understanding that the discomfort and the like negative feelings, that is part of the process. And there's nothing wrong with you when you are feeling fear. That is the way we're designed. There's nothing wrong yeah. with you when you're feeling uncomfortable. That's the way we're designed. But it's your ability to 
process those emotions and move through it that is going to move you fast is going to move you forward with speed and there is so much freedom on the other side of it yeah i i definitely agree because being a human you're just it, you're going to experience so many emotions throughout your lifetime. It is impossible to be happy 24-7. And I feel like sometimes people have this, you know, like mindset in their head, like if I'm not always happy, like that's a problem. When really like embracing the negativity in your life and the, and the downs and the lows really help you when you come back up to really feel that happiness even more. And I I definitely agree. Like you have to realize that the negativity and the hardships and everything that happens to you, that's not exactly in your favor, isn't there as a bad thing. It's actually there so you can experience the good even more. So you can like feel that and be a stronger person. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, and I want to talk a little bit about emotions because, you know, my company, High Vibe Living, you know, the vibe is about vibration, which I got Mm -hmm. from, you know, law of attraction. So it's, yes, you, you attract into your life the vibe that you are. So in order to, you know, that manifestation, you to be at that level to call it and you have to be at the right vibe. So when you understand and you have mastery over your emotions and when you know how to go from fear to love in an instant, that mm-hmm. is empowering. And when you understand how to process an emotion, to feel emotion, and I don't think that our society or like people really understand how to feel emotions because <laughs> they're afraid mm-hmm. of it. And I, I think Tony Robbins talks about this where like we do, we do something or we don't do something because of the way it's going to make us feel. If you think of like, think about that, really, like the reason we want to lose weight is because we think we're going to feel good. The reason we want the money is because we think it's going to make us feel good. The reason we don't want to be you know, overweight is because they think it's because of our thoughts and because we think it's not going to feel good. So we're driven and even like our primal brain and the way that our brain is wired is that we're moving towards what we think is going to make us feel So when you know how to like really own your emotions and process them and then deliberately create a a new emotion in any minute, like that's what I teach people because that's the power of, that's the difference between taking action and not. And it's that like feeling that brings everything to us. So when you know how to feel as if you already have it, if you can walk around this earth as if you were already there before you've lost the weight, before you have made the money, before you have the love, you walk around as if you already have it, you're going to be happier and you're also going to bring it into your life so much faster. Yes, and that's what I love about the law of attraction. It's not positive or negative. You get exactly what you put out. So if you're putting out that feel good energy and you want to just live life positively and full of happiness, that's what's going to be attracted into your life and vice versa. If you're doing it negatively and you you kind of have like a toxic mindset or a bad mindset, that's what you're going to get. And Mm -hmm. I, I really love that because you're in complete control. You literally have the steering wheel of your own life. And I, I love that us as humans, we are creators of our own reality. We have so much power and I feel like so many people don't realize that, you know, they're, they're at the mercy of outside happenings and they're at the mercy of their emotions when it's not really like that at all. They can create whatever they want to. 
Yes. Yes. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. Um, do you mind if I like dig into like exactly how to embrace discomfort? Cause I want to give oh, your no. listeners like the dig away. <laughs> <laughs> of, like what this looks like. Cause it, it, it really is so powerful. So, um, so f- for me, once again, like every single, all of my tools that I teach, the very first step is always awareness because we have to be aware of what is going on and, get, and getting connected to that body. And I think that, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of us, like we walk around just like so disconnected from our bodies and our emotions and stuff. So the very first thing is to awareness and to realize what you're feeling and then to scan your body and be like, okay, what is, and, and a lot of times when people are first really learning how they're, how they feel, sometimes they're just at this, like, I feel good and bad and that's okay. And then you learn and you're like, okay, but then there's like feelings within the good and bad. So if you can like look at, you know, a list of emotions and you can start fi- figuring out where you fall. So the very first thing is, how do I feel? Is it good or bad? Okay. Well, let's, how does that feel in my body? Like where exactly in my body? So let me talk about, I'm just going to say anxiety, for example. So let's say, mm-hmm you know, and I, and I think anxiety is something that a lot, a lot of people experience and it holds a lot of people back and it's uncomfortable, you know? So, you know, when you're, when you're experiencing it, the first thing you want to do is have the awareness and call it what it is. Call it like, Oh, okay, here comes the anxiety. And I like to like have a dialogue with myself when I'm like walking myself through emotions and processing emotions and mm-hmm. really important to be that observer and to be compassionate with yourself. Because when, as I mentioned before, it's the human experience to feel all of these feelings. So there's nothing wrong with you. You know, I think that helps people to know that there's nothing wrong with them if they're feeling negative emotions like anxiety. So first you just, you know, oh, I feel anxiety, you label it, you, you very compassionately, no judgment, and then you notify where it is in your body, and then you just sit with it, and you allow it. So, so much, so often are people wanting to resist emotion. So let me give some analogies of like how this looks. So when you resist an emotion, think about it as if you, there's somebody knocking at the door, and they want to get in. And you're pushing at the door because you're like, nope, you can't come in. And there's somebody on the other side of the door, like knocking and trying to get in and you're resisting. You're like, nope, 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 can't come in. And there's this like tug and pull. And that's a resistance. And that's what a lot of people do when they first feel a negative emotion. They're fighting it because they think it should be differently and they don't want it. So when you're arguing with the reality of what you're feeling, you're going to lose 100% of the time and you're going to, it's going to persist, you know? Yeah. So that's what resisting an emotional looks like. And that's what most people do. That's what a lot of people do when I'm working with people that are overeating with like the urges of the food, they, they fight it. And there's like this deprivation and this like willpower thing that comes and it's always a losing battle. So the first thing is do not resist it. Don't fight it. What allowing looks like is if somebody were to, let's say an emotion knocks on the door, knock, knock, and then you take the doorknob and you open it up and you let it in. You're like, Hey, come in, come sit with me. There's no fighting. You just let it in and you're like, okay, let's just sit together and you sit with it. And you know what happens with usually within 90 seconds, that emotion will pass. And there's, and it's like people stay in this resistance for so long. And I think that's the experience of the emotion, but it's the resistance that they're saying and not the allowing. And when you sit with it and you're welcoming it and you're okay with it, it's going to move through you. And, and that's really how you process emotions. And that's how you embrace discomfort is just be willing to have that experience. And then the second part, or maybe the third part is 
then intentionally choosing with your thoughts, what do you want? What's the next thought that you can think that's going to bring relief? So then that's when, because as I was saying before, with the model that I teach, it's our thoughts that create our feelings. And Mm -hmm. when you know that it's always a thought that's creating that feeling, then you know you can change your thought to create a new feeling. And it's, it's a process. It takes some time. It's, it's, it's like learning a new skill. But this is really when it's very empowering when you understand how the, all of the pieces work together. You know, there's a neutral circumstance. You know, life happens. You have a thought about it. That thought's going to create a feeling. That feeling, based on how you feel about that, is, gonna t- is going to make you take action or not take action. So that's why like the feeling is the closest to the action part and then the action creates your results. So when you can get all of that in alignment and that feeling is that connection to the thought and the action, which I call alignment with the law of attraction. So Mm -hmm. when you understand how to process your emotions and you understand how to embrace discomfort, it's everything. And when you're not fighting that, you go so it gives you so much speed. And that's what I mm-hmm. love to work with people. Like we spend a good majority of my time with my clients and the programs I do learning the skill. And then you guess what? It's transferable to everything in your life. That's a very important skill to have because it's it's gonna happen in your life over and over again. It's just it's just life. It's just the human experience. You're going to get uncomfortable. You're going to be in very weird situations. And I feel like when you're able to really embrace that and really move through that in a very peaceful way where you're not stressing yourself out or giving yourself anxiety, you're going to live a more peaceful life altogether. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and, and let's go back to change because this is really, it's all about the getting different results, you know? Yeah. And when there is change, when you're going from from one state of being to another state of being. And, and so let's, let me like dial it back a little bit. So we we're all driven by like our belief system and our identity. So how we show up and how we like see ourselves in the world is based off of our identity and our identity is a bunch of belief systems and a belief is just really a bunch of thoughts. So when we go down to that, like very, you know, in the moment, it's that thought, that's everything, you know, that thought that it is. And because it's, we're so subconsciously not choosing how we're showing up, it's very automatic. So when I start working with a client and they're, you know, not stuck in a certain situation, they want to go to be not stuck. It's about getting very intentional about the thoughts and becoming that different person, but those beliefs in the middle. So I call the area between where you are and where you want to go, the river of misery. Because in order to go from, <laughs> I know, I'm like, when I work with clients, I'm like, guess what? It's going to be really uncomfortable, but good dudes, it'll feel good later. <laughs> but when you learn the skill of going through the river of misery of like learning for leading, choosing new thoughts intentionally, having your brain slowly be rewired and then eventually it becomes automatic, but in between, before it comes automatic, that's when it has to be intentional and that's when it's uncomfortable. So it's just so empowering to understand that skill of how to go through that river of misery and how to be uncomfortable. And on top of that, it's not all difficult. It's just moments. And the, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And then you're literally able to create whatever you want. And 
Mm-hmm. That's why I'm just so passionate about this. I'm like, why well, I want to tell everybody about it. Like, yeah, can, it could be yours. I promise. Yeah, you have the key to literally change your life. And I want to ask you, mm-hmm. what are the biggest mistakes you see people make when they're like, yeah, I want to change. I want to be a better person. And then they end up, you know, not following through. Like, what's the biggest mistake you see people making uh, when they actually don't get there? Yeah. Uh, I think there's a few things, but I think the first thing is like kind of falling into this all or nothing thinking or thinking that it needs to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Because I think that we, you know, like, okay, like once again, I'm going to go back to like the diet thing. Like I'm going to change. I want to lose weight. I'm going to like start a new diet, you know? And so what happens? They're like, they're good for a few days. They're sticking to their like diet, which I hate the word diet. I don't really teach that. But anyways, like for purposes are like, Oh, I'm going to do really good. And then they like slip off or they eat a cookie and the pizza. And immediately they're like, I failed. I did good. I mean, I did bad. Like I can't do this. And then they go back. So in order, like you have to embrace the failures, like in order to become that person, you're going to fail a bunch of times. You're going to mess up. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to be uncomfortable. So trying to be perfect or thinking it's going to be easy is the first mistake that people make because you're setting yourself up for failure if you're expecting yourself to like have this flawless change and it takes time. And I always tell everybody there's like no failures, there's only lessons and wins, you know, and like your ability to like, like, Oh, okay. That didn't work the way I wanted it to. Like, what else can I take away or what can I do differently next time? Like that's how Mm -hmm. life is. It's just being compassionate with yourself and like not thinking it needs to be perfect right away and allowing yourself to be a beginner, allowing yourself to make mistakes because it's about that consistent action over time, not being perfect. And when people Mm -hmm. come to the table thinking that it's going to be easy and that needs to like look a certain way, it never is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Like having it look a certain way. They think it's going to be a straight road up, you know, to success when it's really all over the place and upside down and sideways. And like the path is just crazy and it's not what you think it's going to be. It's going to be a whole different level. Yes. It's like two steps forward, one step back, 10 steps forward, one step back, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. how, you know, when I'm, I have, when I was losing my own weight and stopping binging, I recorded my whole journey on myself and created all these behind the scene videos that I give to my clients because I want them, I wanted them to have the real experience of what this is going to be like. And, you know, I, I tracked my weight and kind of like showed over a period of time and it's like ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs, but I lost 30 pounds in four months but it wasn't perfect along the way. And like those that think it needs to be perfect or they're like, oh, I failed. I'm going to give up or, or in the second mistake. So that's one of the things I see is just thinking it needs to look perfect. Mm-hmm. But another thing that I run into all the time that I think keeps people the stuck the most is coming from our past, working from our past instead of from our future. So looking from evidence in our past that we can't do something instead of looking to the future and creating something that you've never done. So coming from that future self, asking yourself, if I was already at my, my goal weight, or if I had already made the money I want, or if I was already there, what would I be thinking? What would I be feeling? And what would I be doing? And when you can get into this dialogue with yourself of always having that in your conscious and asking yourself, what would my future self be doing? Like that's mm-hmm. where a lot of the magic happens. And that's actually like how I lost a lot of my weight is like acting as if I was already there. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's very good because you're already putting that energy towards like how you would feel 
if you were already there, you're not like, man, I wish I was feeling this way or I can feel this way when I'm there. You're already embodying that reality. Yeah. And I think too, with money, I do that with money too. Like my goals for my life coach business and, you know, being an entrepreneur, I have really big goals and I am coming from a place of like being there already, you know, like as if I had it and it's so much more flow. It's, it's so much easier to be like, but it's, but the hardest part is the believing at first. And that's really like, as I said in the model, it's the thought. So the belief that drives everything. So you have to, you have to be willing to believe it. You have to, and if you aren't there quite yet. So like, for instance, when somebody starts losing weight, they're like, Oh, I haven't been able to do in the past. So they don't believe it quite yet. So the very first step is to bridge and to be like, I am willing to believe it's possible. And then mm-hmm. to it's possible to, you know, so like that, the, the phrase I love to like give my clients when they're still in doubt or they aren't there yet is it's possible, or I'm willing to believe, or I'm willing to become. So kind of meeting yourself where you're at right now, because, you know, I think there is something about make it till you fake it. But when it comes to feelings and emotions, you cannot fake that kind of stuff because there's an actual like chemical reaction in our body. So until you can get to the point where you believe it, you have to be willing to willing to believe it and then try that on. And same with like, I get this a lot with like self-love and like, I am the biggest component of like loving yourself exactly where you're at. And it's sometimes it's really hard when you're not in the body you want to be. And so it's like, how do you love where you're at? And once again, that's the same thing, the same thing. It's like, I'm willing to believe or I'm willing to accept. So having that dialogue of like making peace with where you're at and like loving where you're at and loving where you're at every step of the time is also really powerful and helps people move forward. And, and it is our default to like think negative, you know, and, and I think that I call it the mean girl mind. We all have that like mean, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like yeah. that stuff that you would like that voice that exactly. And I just like to call, I like to blast my mean girl uh, like all the time, <laughs> but like, what, like, would you say that to a friend or whatnot? So, you know, I think part of this process is just like having compassion and kindness and forgiveness along the way, you know, mm-hmm. going back to that, like not making it think, making it thinking that it needs to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And really loving yourself every step of the way because even if you're not perfect that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you you're human mm-hmm. you know and people get upset because they see things on social media and pictures of models and they're upset that they're not like that yet and it's all about patience and it's mm-hmm. all about loving yourself you'll get there you just have to be patient and be loving because without those two things you know you can't be balanced you're not going to have the experience that you want to have Exactly. And I love that you bring that up about like the social media and comparison. I mean, that's one of my like hardcore like teachings is like just staying on your own yoga mat, staying in your own way, yeah. like <laughs> doing you. Because like, I know, I mean, we all, we all get in that space and, you know, I, I find myself too, like making those comparisons, but it's just about the awareness and, and having forgiveness for it. And yeah, just kind of having those blinders on, it gives you speed when you're not worried about what other people are doing and just kind of honoring your own journey and your own path mm-hmm. and like really celebrating that. Um, and, and I think another big component is just like self-forgiveness. Uh, I think that is, that goes a long way as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we can definitely hold grudges against ourselves and the past and moving past that is definitely a huge step into even moving forward to begin with. Oh, absolutely. Cause they're like, Oh, you know, and I think too, like, 
every single person that I've ever coached and, you know, I've coached people on relationships and money and weight and all of that. But it's really crazy. The, the number one thing that all boils down to is this underlying belief that we're not enough. Mm, Everything. Yes everything is stemming from that and all of our fears and stuff. So when you can really like dial down and like peel down the layers and you get to that middle of that, like self-worth, you know, cause I think we're all worthy, all of us, everyone's yeah. born worthy, but we had to claim it and we had to know it and we had to believe it. And when we take actions and we show up and we have that as part of our identity, it, mm-hmm. it really, it really helps. <laughs> it helps with yeah. moving through the ups and downs. It helps with moving through the discomfort um, in combination with forgiveness of like, I forgive that it, it, it doesn't look a certain way, you know, or I didn't do this sooner. It's like everything is happening at the right path. And that's why I love marrying spirituality with kind of the brain science and like some of the tools I do, because there's this like flow that comes when you like know that everything is happening for you. Yes. Exactly. And I, I want to touch on uh, just being uh, forgiving with yourself and uh, accepting where you are in the moment, because I, I, I don't know if you've heard of Tom Billy, but he always oh, talks about, yes. yeah, he's amazing. Oh my gosh, I'm so obsessed. He's <laughs> yeah. If you guys are listening and you haven't checked him out, you have to. He's awesome. Yeah, Tom Billy, he's amazing. And his wife, so Lisa, obsessed. is amazing too. Yes. But, um, he's always... Uh, people are always asking him, I'm like, hey, how do I, how do I accept the way that I am now? Like, I know I can be so much more, but I'm not where I want to be. How do I accept this? And he always says, he's like, always tell yourself that you're not there yet. Like you want to be at this weight, but you're not there yet. You want to have this certain skill, but you're not there yet. So it kind of takes that that kind of like idea, like, man, I'm not there, but you put the yet at the end and it really opens up the gates for you to work on acquiring that skill set to get you there and for you to work to acquire uh, the mindset to get you there. And it really puts you at that next level. Like you're not there yet. You will get there, but you have work to do. And it kind of shifts that like, I'll never get there to, I can get there, but I just need to put in the work. I just need to put in the time. And I love that he says that. Uh, yeah, I agree with that too, because it's, it's okay. You know, like it's, and I think too, like, I love talking about the fact that this like life is a big journey, you know, like it's not about the destination. And when anybody is doing something for that, like end result, they're going to be really disappointed when they get to the end report, that end result, because it's going to be fleeting. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be like, okay, I'm here now. What? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, if you could just like, look at like every day and every moment as like, this is given to me, like, what am I going to do with it? Like, this is part of the whole journey. This is like part of the path and truly just enjoying everywhere you're at. That's been like, I think that's been the gift I've given myself the most is just enjoying where I'm at every single Mm -hmm. step of the way and like not thinking I need to be somewhere different because it's been that like thinking I need to be somewhere different that puts pressure on it. And um, yeah, I I think that that acceptance comes like a long way and it it feels flowy. It feels like, oh, Mm -hmm. nope, this is exactly the way it's supposed to be, you know? And then that creates a better feeling in my body and that feeling creates a better action, which creates better results. So it's like, I'm always moving forward. Even if things aren't going my way, it's always moving me forward because I Mm -hmm. choose it to move me forward. Yeah. And like, I feel like that that's the biggest problem is that people aren't enjoying the process. You have to enjoy 
the process. And the process is really crazy and it's really like up and down and you're going to have highs and lows. You're going to be upset. You're going to be happy. And it's a never ending thing. The process is always ongoing. And when you, and since it's ongoing and when you learn to enjoy the process, it's going to be a lot easier for you to just go with the flow and you're, you're, you're always changing. You're always evolving. You're always learning new things and always adapting. And that's just part of life. You got to enjoy that because if you don't, well, life's going to be a little tough. <laughs> exactly. I love that you bring that in and like the flow and the freedom. And that's like, that's what, I mean, I don't know if I could sell freedom, but that's the promise that I make to people. It's like my, you know, we all have these like core values or things that we want to feel. And like, I just want to walk around this earth feeling freedom and flow. Mm-hmm. And that's like what I've created by like the choices of my thoughts and how I feel and how I act. And it's for everybody. Everybody can always be in those states. I mean, not always, because like I said, you have to make the ups and the downs, but it's always an option to go to that by your thoughts and by the way you're living life and and your view and your identity. And it's just small tweaks over time, you know, and it's not, it's all going to add up. And I think just kind of people, another thing that gets people stuck or that's difficult for people is that when they're going through the river of misery, like the middle of it is like really uncomfortable sometimes. And they just feel like, Oh, this is like not where I want to be. I think too, like when you look back, even if it's just like in the contrast of the gap, I call it. So instead of looking forward and being like, Oh, I can't really like see that vision I want to be. But if you've made a little bit of changes and you can look back to like where you were and how far you come, sometimes finding like your own progress and looking at your own progress and celebrating your own progress along the way is going to help you move forward. Yeah. You got to clap for yourself. Exactly. Like celebrate like, oh yeah, like I wanted that cookie and I didn't, I didn't do it. I allowed my feelings and I didn't give in. Like that's a celebration. Like when I'm coaching, I make my clients send me their wins all the time. Like I think celebrating your wins along the way is so important. And mm-hmm. that's just like what we got to do like every day is like, look for the small things. Like I got a bed and showered and I felt good today. Like even it's so mm-hmm. small, like celebrate that. And yeah. um, I love, I just love celebrating all the small little things uh, in life. And I think that really helps too. Yeah. And it really polishes your mindset to just look at the good in general because you're, you're constantly looking for something to celebrate and then your mind's going to shift towards always looking for something good instead of maybe if you were on the mindset of like, you know, maybe negativity when you're always celebrating, I feel like that puts you in the right mindset to just see positivity all around you all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like gratitude is like right, like right in the same wheelhouse that we're talking about right now. And I, Mm -hmm. I think that like everything starts with that, like gratitude, like that's when you're able to like bring more in your, in your life when you're like, I have plenty. And even if yes. like the, the plenty that you have might be very small in your eyes, it's still something, you know, and that's like mm-hmm. the, the small steps you have to make. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we're at, we're towards the end of our show here and I've really enjoyed just talking to you and just having this conversation about mindset and just being content with life. I feel like this is so important for a lot of people to grasp, but I always end the show with one question for my guests and I'm going to ask you it. So as a person, what legacy do you want to leave behind on this earth? 
Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a big one. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> but the truth is, but like I live it every day. So I am prepared. Um, just you have a choice in every single moment to be empowered. And I, I think my legacy that I want to leave is to empower people with knowing that they don't have to stay stuck, that they have a choice and that they have the ability to do whatever they want. So really like the legacy that I want to leave is just empowering others to like live their best life. Like we're all here for a purpose and I want, and I am now living my purpose and I want to help people live theirs. I think that's so beautiful. That's amazing. And that you're, you're literally changing the world one life at a time. Oh, thank you. And I really appreciate you having me on your podcast and, and having this beautiful platform to have these kind of conversations. I'm literally like so lit up right now from this conversation. <laughs> I like, know, right? Like, I wish I, <laughs> if you had a picture of it, like, it'd be like stars and like rainbows coming out of my head <laughs> like, and like, just like light, like flowing everywhere. Cause I just love talking about this and yes. it's just to know that to see like my own transformation of like where I was and like how I used to live my life to like where I am and like where I'm going, it's just mm-hmm. possible for everybody out there. And it, I just can't, I, I want it for everybody, but it's the point is that they have to want it from themselves. And yeah. conversations like this and platforms like this is where those conversations, those seeds are planted in people's heads. So mm-hmm. thank you for having me on and, and having this amazing platform. Of course, of course. And we're going to have to have you on again, for sure. Yes, I'd love to. (laughs) We could talk for hours about this stuff. I know we can. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Yes. Okay. Well, guys, if you want to check out Lauren and her high vibe living coaching business, I'm going to leave all of the links in the comment section and attached to this podcast so you can talk to her. You can get with her if you want to get coached. Uh, Do you want to leave them with anything? Um, yeah, but you know, the best way to find me is my website, which is just my name, you know, www.laurencsgo.com. Um, I also have a three part video series that I just created. It's a free that I'm giving away and it's really on, um, how to rewire your brain when it comes to overeating. So if you happen to be stuck in, you know, a cycle of overeating and wanting to not, um, that's a great video series to check out. And then, um, I'm on Instagram at hi underscore vibe underscore living and I love my Instagram is like my baby so if you're (laughs) on there come follow me and I also have like a Facebook page which you can find so yeah I love doing lives I love giving I love talking I love coaching so if you're if this conversation is interesting to you hit me up follow me I'd love to chat with you I'd love to help you in any way awesome guys definitely check her out and Lauren thank you so much for being on the show today Thank you so much, Selena, for having me. It was so great getting to talk with you. Yeah, yes, likewise. All right, guys, I will see you later for another podcast. Until then, I hope everyone has a great week. We'll see you later.